If you didn't know before, now you know why they call this the Fun Belt. Very excited about the Sun Belt. You know, while other conferences have been breaking up, our conference has become stronger. The state of Sun Belt football is the strongest in our history. I saw Fun Belt Conference, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. But I got to join the show. It sounded a lot of fun. Fun Belt Podcast back again. Dusty Thibodeau, Warhawk Report. Jeremy Harper of HowlRazor.com. Shane Metlin of the Daily News Record. And also joining us, Eric Evanson of the Independence Bowl. Guys, welcome in as we have another guest counting down the days until bowl games. I got to throw it to you first, though, Eric. Uh, last year, you had a great game there. It was it was almost a red out with the Cajuns, U of H Cougars. How exciting was that game as we kind of look back to last season? That was that was a lot of fun. It was it was a great game. I think we had one of the best games of bowl season with it coming down to I think the last twenty seconds where Houston scored to to finally win with twenty seconds left. Uh, it, it was really cold. That was uh, that was that was the main memory. I think we kicked off at about ten degrees. Uh, but no, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was great having the uh, the raging Cajuns up in uh, Shreveport for the first time. They're actually the only. Uh, FBS team from the state that had never been to the Independence Bowl. So it was good to get them up there for the first time. And uh, it, it was a really good game, so a lot of fun. So even the, the mighty Green Waves played in the Independence Bowl? Yeah, they played in 1987 against Washington. So we've had them, we've had uh, Louisiana Tech, had <laughs> ULM, and then uh, now, uh, well, and then obviously LSU in the uh, the 90s. Had them against Notre Dame, and then uh, finally got uh, got the Raging Cages up here. So we're in the, we're in the middle of the season right now. How much of this action are, are y'all really watching from the bowl games as y'all try to educate yourself on on the the teams that have the potential of going to Shreveport? Yeah, we're watching a lot, kind of tracking. Um, you know, we know especially. This year, we're, our primaries are Big 12, Pac-12, and then we have backups with uh, Conference USA and, and the Sun Belt. So we're kind of monitoring what teams might be in our mix, especially from those primary conferences. Uh, also monitoring kind of what – because it, it's all, it all depends on how many teams those conferences have. And the, the number also depends on how many teams from each of the Power 5 conferences go to – uh, the playoff for the New Year's Six. So we're kind of trying to keep a little bit of track of where, uh, you know, where teams might be going and how many teams might be bowl eligible, but also how many might be going into those, uh, you know, New Year's Six and playoff games. So we're kind of trying to do math a little bit and uh, we'll start, we start meeting, we have a selection committee that'll start meeting kind of the end of October and early November. And then we'll start sending uh, sending scouts and people from the selection committee to to games in kind of early to mid November. So we're monitoring and just trying to kind of do math right now of you know who might be in our mix or you know where uh, if we're going to need to maybe go to to a backup uh, conference. So it's all kind of just a uh, mathematics game right now. You know, speaking of mathematics game, probably the most important thing you're working on right now. Are the items in the swag bag? Have you begun yeah. putting, those, have you putting those things together? Yeah, so we start that pretty early. We uh, we we do a a gift suite for the uh, for the players where they uh, they need to or they get to select. It's a certain amount of points based off of uh, on uh, based off a of cost. So I think there's I think there's seven points in the suite 
that they get to pick and they can choose a one seven point uh, item or they can choose seven one point items and kind of uh, you know mix and match and then uh, we're we're also doing um, a I think we're doing an ice shaker bottle this year a, a logo engraved uh, ice shaker bottle uh, we're gonna do I, last year we did bucket hats I can't remember if we're gonna do bucket hats again. <laughs> Um, and then we, uh, we used to do watches where, uh, I, I don't believe we're doing watches anymore. So we're going to replace that with another pretty good item. So we're going through it a little bit right now and trying to, to get those swag bags, uh, settled because that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's one of the most important parts for the players is, yeah. uh, you know, getting the swag. Yeah. I hadn't heard of the, uh, the point system before that. That's pretty cool to give them some options too. With, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And there's like, there's crazy stuff like I think one of the seven point options is like a like a recliner. There there's some there's some stuff on there that you wouldn't think about that's pretty cool. It's like trying to sneak that on the plane somehow. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm old enough I can remember going to the arcade and counting your tickets and like picking what your prizes are gonna take. So it's it's kind of like what it's like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You said you're you're keeping up with teams right now. How much are y'all keeping up also with conference realignment, knowing that really there's not really a big twelve. It's it's it or a, yeah. a pack twelve. It's 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 the pack two, I think. So yeah. does that kind of factor into y'all's uh, mathematic formulas? Uh, not so much this year, but in the next couple of years, yeah, we're we're really monitoring because next year our uh, our primary matchup is supposed to be Army against the Pac-12. <laughs> so I'm kind of working through that right now, and then you know now with the kind of the rumors that Army could be headed to the American possibly obviously monitoring that situation. So there's just so much going on right now. It's kind of a, a wait and see game of what's, what's really going to happen and kind of get some directive from the NCAA as well in terms of, um, you know, can we get new primary partners? Usually there's six year cycles that um, you're not, you know, can't really get any new, you know, can't change your primary partner. So, uh, all bowls are kind of waiting around for a, a little bit of directive and kind of trying to figure out what's going to happen with with all the conferences because you know just as soon as you think conference realignment's done, it you know something else happens. Spins so kind of just yeah, so kind of just monitoring all that and kind of waiting around for some some directions. It, maybe you can't talk about this at this point, but. You know, along those lines, Keith Gill has not shied away from saying he wants more primary alignments for the Sun Belt. Do those discussions already begin as like the um, the future of the Pac-12 is in doubt? Yeah, so um, we've talked with all of our partners just in terms of, you know, hey, we want to, you know, we want to be open to really anything just because you never know what's going to happen with the conference realignment uh, and, you know, really just anything in college football right now. Um, I know the, the next primary cycle starts or, you know, the next cycle of um, it starts in 26. So I know we've kind of had conversations or just kind of surface conversations with, you know, all our conference partners or really every conference out there of, you know, Hey, we'd, you know, like to be in the discussion, like to, you know, talk when the time comes. So it's kind of just been, you know, keeping up with those relationships and that's really helped us, the last few years, um, we always had that relationship with uh, with Keith Gill and with uh, with the Sun Belt, even going back before uh, before Keith Gill got there. 
Um, and that helped us get that backup agreement last year, which, you know, helped get uh, Louisiana in the game. So we've always kind of kept up those relationships with all conferences throughout college football, even the ones that we're not tied in with at the moment. And it's kind of helped uh, really well the last uh, last couple of years. Um, same thing with, with the Big 12. We had a Big 12 tie-in for a long time. Um, and that went away. And then um, we had a primary with BYU. And once they entered uh, the Big 12, you know, we were able to you know, talk to those people that we knew, those people we had relationships with, and curtail that into uh, a Big 12 tie-in for this year and for 2025. So um, kind of doing that with all conferences. So obviously, conference affiliation is how you get to go to Shreveport or really any bowl game. Throwing that out the window because we know every year it happens. How does my team, insert team here, get to Shreveport? What are you looking for? How do we get on the radar of the Independence Bowl? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's really not not really too much rocket science. It's, you know, when we're looking at teams in, in our conferences, uh, basically, we're looking at um, two really two things. Um, we kind of want a mix of a team that is close enough that they can travel. And we know we have our limitations in Shreveport of, uh, you know, flights into here and, uh, you know, trying to get people in here in, in bulk. So uh, we love getting, you know, teams that there's an option to drive here. Um, so you're kind of weighing that, but then you're also weighing um, eyeballs on the TV. You know, you, you want a team that is going to attract a national audience um, that's important for uh, our sponsors, especially our title sponsor, to get those um, those views and you know get that notoriety throughout the nation. So it's really a balance of um, trying to find a, a good matchup that uh, you know don't want to you know don't want a, a matchup that's going to create a, not a great TV product. So you want a, a great matchup, but you also want teams that can uh, both fill the stadium, but also get you uh, get your eyes on the TV as well. Does a star player for a certain team kind of also put them over the top if maybe even the collectively as a team, they're not as good as they should be or, or that they have been maybe in the past few years? Yeah, we star players, um, you know, the coaches that have, uh, you know, been, you know, have notoriety, have been around. Um, all those are our factors. Fan base, a lot of it is um, we, we when we go to these scouting trips, we also um talk to uh the the alumni directors see where they have pockets of alumni you know in the area or or close enough to get here so all of those kind of factors um come into play we look forward to making another trip to shreveport hopefully there's another sunbelt team there yeah good good for us to have that that regional coverage bad for you because that means all hell broke loose in the landscape of college football to, to wind up getting a backup Sunbelt Conference team in. No, that hey, that Sunbelt, uh, when we were talking, we went down to uh, New Orleans and talked to uh, Keith Gill and Travis Lewin last year, and um, we we all agreed that, that's, that backup especially just made sense um, with all parties because it's, it's in our footprint uh, that the, the Sunbelt teams, you know, are in our footprint. Um, we're in their footprint, and it just kind of made made too much sense not to happen. So um, we're excited to be uh, to be tied in, you know, even just as a backup with Sunbelt, and those people have been great to us. I enjoyed going down to Sunbelt Media Days this last year, so um, we're we're excited to be uh, to be partner with them, and uh, hope to be uh, continue 
continue to be partnered with them as well. See, Shane, everybody's in New Orleans. We got to get you I there. Know. I know. <laughs> thanks a lot, there, Eric. Looking forward to catching up with you soon. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. So we heard from the Independence Bowl, a place with a backup tie-in to the Sun Belt Conference, a team that definitely fits the profile and would love to make their first ever bowl game. Texas State, one of the hottest teams in the Sun Belt. First year head coach GJ Kenny joins us. Coach, I know when we talked in in New Orleans, you kind of had that twinkle in your eye, like, all right, we're we're, we're going to right the ship. But did you think that we'd be talking about Texas State being one win away from bowl eligibility at this point in the season? Yeah, for sure. I think um, you know that was one of the goals we had, you know, before the before the season, and and uh, I meant it. And um, I'm always going to try to be as honest as as, as possible. And and uh, you know, I think we had a really good team going into the season. Um, I didn't know exactly at what point in time it would happen. Um, obviously, I like for it to already happen, but it didn't. So uh, we got to keep working. It's been kind of a tale of two halves there. You lose the close one there in Lafayette against the Raging Cajuns, but then able to really battle back and rally your team around uh, a close win at home against an electric crowd there against ULM. How did you kind of get your team to rebound from that close loss and then keep them grounded as as they battled through that close uh, battle against ULM? Yeah, that that was a, obviously a really tough one, and um, but you know we we have a a, a tough group and and uh, we just got back to work and. And uh, we were just so banged up uh, this past week uh, versus Monroe, and and um, we needed this bye week to come. And um, really, really, it's been really good couple of days getting our bodies right, you know, doing a little bit of Troy stuff, but really focusing on ourselves more than anything. So, um, you know, we got a tough group, and and we needed that that Monroe win. Like we just had to find a way. I told the coaching staff before, like, just find a way. I don't care what it looks like, just find a way to win. And, and, uh, so really excited and really happy with, with the outcome of that one. I think we both know that Texas state's the sleeping giant of the Sun Belt, and really maybe even college football. How great was it this past week seeing that, that electric crowd against ULM? Man, that was unbelievable. Um, you know, I just got done with the press conference and I, and I told him, because they were asking, you know, not only is it great for our current student athletes, like that's awesome. That atmosphere, you know, I've been to a bunch of different conferences, a bunch of different programs that, you know, I'll, I'll put that crowd and, and student section up against anyone. That was that was amazing. Um, but it also helps the, the recruiting aspect. And, you know, you have official visits, you have unofficial visits and you, you have these guys looking around and seeing what's going on. And, you know, that that Texas State place, that's that's really cool. You know, that, they got great tailgates. They got great fans. Um, so um, that was that was a special environment, a special atmosphere. And, and um, hopefully we can keep that going. So you mentioned the recruiting front. You know, I think that was one thing that maybe Texas State was lacking in the past. Texas is a hotbed for recruiting, but really wasn't really capitalized by the Bobcats. How have you kind of changed that approach and really tried to keep guys home? And and even as your slogan says, take back Texas. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what we're, you know, obviously um, there's a lot of things that go into to being a head coach. But I think one of my strengths is, is recruiting and um I, I I thought the same thing you did is like you're in Texas. You're the only Texas school in the Sun Belt. 
Um, you know, we play an exciting brand of football in San Marcos and the, what we have to offer these kids is, is really top notch. And, um, I think guys are starting to see that and, and our recruiting is, is, um, is going really, really well right now. A guy that you, you got in the off season though, TJ Finley, I was standing on the sidelines and there's no doubt why the receivers have drops. Cause he's humming the ball in there. Talk about how special of a quarterback he is, though, and, and really what he brings to the table there for the Bobcats. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, obviously physically, you know, 6'7", 6'8", 260 pounds and can really spin it. He's got great accuracy. Um, he's a student of the game. Um, but there's still – I mean, he's still re- a relatively young quarterback, so there's still things that he's continuing to work on and continuing to get better at each week. And and um, so really happy with, with where he's at. But I think, you know, he'd tell you the same thing. Like, uh, there's a lot of work to be done. and and um, But the good thing is he's not afraid of it. At six seven, is TJ hitting you up, trying to get him over to the hardwood? No, I mean he is a a really good basketball player. I I know that about him, but um, you know I, I I'm probably just a little bit too physical for him. You know I you know bumping down there in the post. You know he has the length on me, but you know he couldn't hang him. You're, you're a guard, and I know coaches always like to play. They're they're kind of old man basketball games are yeah, you have a pretty good shot there maybe where tj uh, wants to get you on the on the floor as an assistant yeah yeah i mean give me give me like a like a couple of games you know give me a little bit of a warm-up and yeah i can i can make something happen um but yeah i mean i i don't i don't really work out that much anymore but i can still run around and and go up there i don't know if i can still dunk it but i could get close that's impressive coach because i've seen you and i promise you I, I would not think you're a dunker Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I get up there and I mean, I played, uh, uh, NFL receiver and DB. I can, I can, I can move around a little bit. A little fair. So can you play shortstop? Is trout trying to get you out there to field some ground balls also? Uh, you know, I, I did that quite a bit when I was younger. Um, I think that would probably be easier than hitting a curveball right now. Um, but that baseball, man, that that's, that's tough. Now that baseball is tough. It's a little bit harder than basketball. Big game after the bye week. How do you keep your team motivated and going down the stretch, knowing that you have two great home games coming up there with Troy, Georgia Southern, before you hit the road for a pair? And then obviously it looks like South Alabama is really the team that's it's kind of sneaking up on people in the West to close out the season. Yeah, we got a, a really tough schedule ahead of us. But I think for us, you know, obviously this week focusing, you know, on ourselves, the academics and, and intro into Troy and then just really focusing on Troy. I mean, they're, they're so talented and, and so well coached that, I mean, you can't obviously uh, look past those guys and look at the rest of the schedule. So we just have to focus and that that's going to be uh, true for every opponent that we have moving forward. Um, so um, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's it's really exciting to be honest with you for us and this program to be where we're at, and and every game from here on out out is going to be, uh, you know, can we get that six one? And then if if we were able to to do that, and then you know, go one and zero the next week. Can we get the seventh? Can we get the eighth? We're we're, we're embarking on some new territories, and that's always fun as a, as a uh, you know new program getting in, into those type of heights. Seven and five, the best record ever for Texas State in the FBS era in twenty fourteen. Can you get to eight, Coach? That's the key question. Can you get to eight? Oh, man, I, I, I'm not sure. You know, like I said, the, the Troy, you know, those guys are unbelievable. So all our focus is going to be be on those guys. I mean, they're they're. I think you know, I, I haven't got to see every film. I mean, every opponent on film um, 
in the Sun Belt, but um, you know, I, it's going to be hard to find someone better than and those guys, and especially where they're playing right now, and and their you know their D line and their DBs and the running backs and the receivers and quarterback. I mean, they're they're loaded um, almost everywhere. So, and plus they're they're really well coached. So, um, you know, we're I'm just glad we have them at home. We, we have a a chance there at home. Coach, I appreciate your time and uh, looking forward to seeing the Bobcats get win number six, seven, eight, and beyond and uh, definitely trying to catch up with y'all in the postseason at a bowl game. Yes, sir. Thank you.